This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation.
Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you guys with us once again. And tonight, we'll be discussing the history of champion versus champion matches. En route to the big champion versus champion matchup coming up at WrestleMania between Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, and the WWE Champion, Brock Lesnar. So uh, if you have a favorite champion versus champion match uh, in history that you would like to share with us on tonight's WWE Retro Podcast, call in anytime in tonight's live podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Great to have you with us as always. It's always a lot of fun here in WCW where we talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, plus News, you never know who's going to call in. It's after fun. It's always a good time right here in WCW Retro. And a shout out to uh, our Spotify listeners that listen to us on Spotify. Thank you. Uh, of course, uh, you can check out all the great podcasts here on VOCNation.com. Uh, in the room every Tuesday night at 9. Uh, Wrestling with History every Wednesday. Briscoe uh, and Big Ace. Uh, we got the Rageable Manny Fernandez podcast, uh, plus all our great podcasts we got going on right here on VOCNation.com. Just go to VOCNation.com and the, the time and schedule your favorite VOC Nation podcast. And support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. Buy your favorite VOC Nation shirt today, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, Papa Stro, the four faces of Stro. And before we get to the callers tonight and, and talk champion versus champion matches, uh, I'll make a few shout-outs and announcements, if you will. First off, uh, shout-out to Masters of Ring Entertainment. They have a big event coming up on June 11th uh, at Truist Point in High Point, North Carolina. Truist Point is the home of the High Point Rockers. And uh, uh, this is shaping up to be a really big event Uh it's going to be headlined by a guest appearance by WWE Hall of Famer and Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle to be on hand to sign autographs and meet the fans uh, in the meet and greet. That's going to be a great, to- great time there um, to have the legendary Kurt Angle there. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Shannon Moore is on tap to be there, as well as Gunner, and uh, the list goes on and on. So for more information on the upcoming 6-11 event, in at the truest point in High Point, North Carolina, for Masters of Ring Entertainment, go to mastersofringentertainment.com for more info and show you love and support them. And I'll shout out to Mass, um, also Fishing with Special Friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com. Uh, high, innovative Hybrid Wrestling at Canada. Find out what they're up to at facebook.com slash wrestling. Uh, the College for Island Club. Find out what they're up to at uh, org O-R-G. Um, as far as uh, film news, uh, I have uh, the Devil's Daughter, Holocron Story, still winning awards from different film festivals. Uh, it's a juggernaut of a film. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, the accolades are just racking up for this film, and I'm, I'm so blessed and humbled to be a part of this film and to... The star is Dr. Arkham in this film. If you haven't seen it yet, you can check it out on YouTube. Just type in 
the Double Starter Harlequin Story YouTube search as well as check it out on Amazon Fire TV through Dominus TV. Uh, it's an awesome film, awesome cast and crew. Um, also, I'm, I have a film that's out on Vimeo.com that you can watch for free as well called Stench of Iniquity. It's a horror film, and I star as an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. Uh, but just go to Vimeo.com and type in Stench of Iniquity in the search. And go straight to it and watch it for free. And I'm process, I'm working on a miniseries. I have a feature I'm going to be on set for coming up soon. I'll be telling you guys more about in the weeks ahead. And a few other film projects coming out. Hybrid, a film called Hybrid, will be out soon, starring yours truly. Looking forward to you guys to check that out. Uh, and I'll have more information on that as it gets closer to its premiere. And uh, I'll keep you guys updated on the other stuff, too, as far as films. Yeah, I got, I got exciting stuff up ahead. Um, March 19th, I am returning to the Power Comic Con in Florence, South Carolina at the Florence Center. I'll be there from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And... Uh, for more information on the Power Comic Con, just go to powercomiccon.com or type in Power Comic Con in Facebook search to go to their respective website and find out more info. Looking forward to seeing all the fans there in Florence, South Carolina. And then the following uh, weekend, I will be at the Charlotte Comic Con at the Embassy Suites in Concord, North Carolina. Looking forward to uh, that great event as well. And I have a uh, another big announcement I'll be announcing soon, as soon as I get more info and details on that. So I'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. Um, Eno River Media, who I am now the vice president for and the board of directors, uh, we have an upcoming film festival later on this year as well. And uh, pretty excited stuff, guys. Uh, really excited to uh, share that with you all. Uh, it's called the North Carolina Film Festival, and we're we're determining locations we speak. I'll keep you guys updated on that. But uh, for all the latest, you can go to enorivermedia.com for more info. And they're uh, taking uh, applications for uh, different films as well to be judged on at the screenings there in um, for the North Carolina Film Festival. But for more information, just go to enorivermedia.com info and they'll tell you all about it um and for my social media roundup uh my official website is destro.com t-h-e-s-t-r-o.com my merchandise page is destro.com slash merchandise which i have new papa stro legacy merchandise on sale now so just go to destro.com slash merchandise to check it all out and i got merchandise for all ages including facts so get your Papa Stro merch today. I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, which tomorrow night, uh, the Stro Zone, my horror sci-fi show, at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro, at, of course, midnight Eastern Standard Time. And the, the big uh, feature, rather, for tomorrow night will be Earth versus the Spider. So please tune in. should be fun. Um, also on uh, Twitter, at sign, the Stro, T-H-E-S-T-R-O. 
I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. On Instagram at strohmaestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys, at youtube.com slash strohmaestro. Um, if you'd like to make a donation to me, uh, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc., gifts, what have you. Um, thank you for those who have already donated. Uh, much appreciation. We all love you all for it. But if you'd like to donate to moi, yours truly, uh, send it my PayPal at paypal.me, M is Mary, E is an E, slash Papa Stroh. And all together, it's paypal.me slash Papa Stroh. And thank you in advance for your support. And for bookings, I'm taking bookings for all kinds of stuff these days, guys. Oh, whole bunch of stuff. Um, wrestling, uh, commentary, uh, Comic-Cons, conventions, speaking engagements, uh, seminars. Uh, charities, interviews, uh, autograph signings, uh, you name it. I, I'm doing a bunch, a lot of stuff these days. But the book yours truly, Papa Stro, for your event. And also the cast me for your television and film project. Send it to my pay, actually, to my email. <laughs> email me, stroforyayahoo.com, S-T-O-R-O, number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. Let's talk business. And if you'd like to do special guests on the upcoming episode of WCW Retro, email me as well, wcbretro at yahoo.com. And let's get some exposure on here, if you will. Ooh, goodness gracious. And with that, uh, we'll be taking a first commercial break. And when we come back, we'll get to the callers and talk champion versus champion matches right here on WCW Retro. So stick with us, folks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer, Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor, Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality, Bruce Wirt. 
VFC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stroh here, and tonight we're talking history of champion versus champion matches. Uh, should be a lot of fun to dive into that, as well as uh, wrestling news and so much more. I'm looking forward to it, so let's get right to it, shall we? And uh, first caller, uh, we have Professor Steve. Uh, Professor Steve, welcome back. Brother, how you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. Just tired, worked overnight, and did a class. This afternoon, but uh, glad I could be on. Oh, glad to have you. Glad to have you. Man, I, oh, man. Um, gosh, uh, what a week um, for wrestling. Uh, you know, we've had the uh, 
on the WWE end, uh, we've had uh, the challenge and challenge accepted, if you will, of uh, Kevin Owens and Steve Austin for WrestleMania, uh, and 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 we still don't know if it's going to be a match or a segment or a brawl. I mean, who knows? Right on, on that end. Then you have on AEW Dynamite, all kinds of things happening the other night. Oh man, all all kinds of turns, um, a, a debut. If you will, uh, a firing, uh, crazy man. Uh, what a newsworthy, newsworthy rather week of wrestling. Well, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't see all of Dynamite, but I did see uh, the Jeff debut, the William Regal uh, appearance and promo, and uh, saw Jericho's new faction form. Uh, I think uh, a villain Jericho is better. I don't like the name of the group. I think that's by design. I think it's supposed to be lame. But um, I prefer the Inner Circle name, but that's obviously because (laughs) group. But um, does it it roll off the tongue as well as Inner Circle, right? (laughs) I like the. I'm not sure how I feel about Tully being fired, but the rumor is that Bret Hart could be coming in. The only thing that oh, makes wow. sense is if, the only thing that makes sense for me is if Arn manages FTR because I I don't see why they fired Tully yet because Tully hasn't been uh, failing them at all really. You know, um, Cornette brought that up. Uh, you know, before this even happened. Uh, a while back about uh, the whole situation. It was like, you know, he he felt, you know, Tully was okay, but he, he felt like a, a manager does a lot of, is, is very active, and, and he feels like that FTR with the like a younger manager could uh, re- really make more of an impact, if you will. And, and he brought that up uh, a lot while back. And it, so it's interesting to see, you know, now that they're getting away from Tully, who is actually going to, you know, fill that void going forward? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, so much to take in for Dynamite. So much happened. Oh, my God. Uh, you mentioned Jericho and Tully and uh, Jeff Hardy's debut in AEW. Uh, a, lot, a lot was going on the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Scorpio Sky win the TNT title? Yes. yes, he sure did. Uh, what a match with him and uh, Kavar. And, and, and which makes me wonder, with the whole Jericho turn, right, Kavar was nowhere to be found, right? And I know he had said that he was going to take a break until they worked out their little bit of dissension, right? But you would think Sammy would have right. at least, you know, like, what the heck, guys? What are you doing? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know. But um, Scorpio actually made history um, the other night when he won the TNT Championship. Um, I believe it was the first guy to win the TNT Championship and the Tag Team Championships in AEW. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So hats off to Scorpio Sky. Congratulations, man. It's awesome. But, yeah, it was, this whole, the whole show was, like, full of 
twists and turns, man. It, it was crazy. Oh yeah, uh, I think I think that might have been by design because it's following the uh, pay per view and they want to return to the bang too after a good pay per view. So I think they're good at keeping us on our toes, but hopefully it it leads to something uh, productive too, and that's just hot shotting. You know the combination of Regal. Um, Moxley and Danielson, I mean, man, I, I'm loving it. I'm digging it so far. Oh, yeah, this is so cool for me because um, I used to I used to rewatch those SCW Regal Moxley matches and had the chance to ask uh, Moxley Ambrose uh, about Regal, so it's all full circle seeing them working together again. Like t- ten years later, after their SCW matches, and it's cool to see so much history with all three of them. You know what I mean? They all like intertwined with their history oh, yeah. with each other. It's, it's it's so cool if they finally get together and do this. And I'm I'm really excited where AW takes takes it with these guys. It's um, they, so much potential there. Yeah, the um. I love the history that gets shared around, like the Ring of Honor clip that I saw where apparently he was wearing Regal suits to Ring of Honor matches, and he was being called Regal like uh, by hecklers, and he was jokingly saying he can't lace his boots, but it's actually like Regal suits that he's wearing. It's funny the history they have. <laughs> right. Oh man. But yeah, the tag team division just went into a whole new level with AEW the other night with with them and the Hardys reuniting. Oh man, I'm, pretty exciting times. Oh dude, that that was so funny. Like everybody, everybody was like talking about how uh, Jeff was dancing before he made the save for Matt as he was going down the ramp. Like it was. <laughs> It was cool for Jeff to debut, but it's so funny that that's what everybody's talking about right now. It's him dancing before he sees his brother. And, um, I don't know. It, well, first off, I think it's cool that they brought the music from WWE to AW, the Hardy music, Hardy Boy music. That was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was a song that was made before WWE, so that's why they were able to get it. But, yeah, that, that that's is so awesome. cool. And 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 I mean, come on, that song, my God, who who couldn't dance to that song? It's infectious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, but, I thought it was Jeff was, great, it was by uh, the way. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see them across the ring from Darby and Sting, given Jeff Hardy and Sting's history, and Darby, I think, kind of. Reminds me of Jeff in a way because they got that uh, crazy high flying, diving off stuff style, and uh, I can't wait for Jeff and Darby to wrestle each other. It looked like a Step Brothers, where it's like, did we just become best friends earlier with Matt and uh, Sting <laughs> and Jeff and Darby? Oh <laughs> yeah, and the whole time. 
when Jeff's in the ring and everybody's like popping big time, there you, you could see Darby just sitting there. Take I mean, he, he did that look, look of shock on his face, like he was like he fanboying it out. <laughs> just taking it in. Mm-hmm. Jeff did. It was so cool. Yeah, there's been other moments I can think of where they can't even hide their excitement. But yeah, that was pretty cool to see that moment with those four. Yeah, yeah I, 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 it was a really solid uh, AEW Dynamite show. I, I thought from start to finish. I mean, it was uh, probably one of their better ones. I'm, I'm. Uh interested to see what Paige Van Zandt can do because we haven't seen her really wrestle. We've seen her just do attacks and she signed the contract at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, her, her and Conte, can you imagine a match that they would have being with, considering their backgrounds and everything? Mm. Exactly. Uh, I think it's great that they have a nice-looking women's roster and also have these martial artists, too. Oh, did you hear about um, Did you hear about the uh, steel cage match coming up with Thunder Rosa and uh, Britt Baker for the title? Yeah, I saw that announced. I think Rosa beat Layla Hirsch. And yeah, that was Tony pretty good match. I thought they had a pretty good match. Yeah, I think Hirsch and Rosa. Yeah. I think the I think the cage match should be interesting because hopefully there's less interference. I still think there'll be uh, I, th- I still think there'll be cage side and maybe uh, throw weapons in or something like that. But I think it'll be less uh, run-ins, less mm-hmm. uh, nonsense. Even though I do like and Jamie Hader and Rebel. Right. Did you hear about Dolph Ziggler winning the NXT title the other night? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I think I saw the clip. It was a triple threat. And, uh, yeah, I just I wouldn't expect Dolph to have a main event title. Um, I think... I've heard before Dolph is like legit one of the best, but he just they just he wouldn't know it. Like uh, Andrade said, Dolph is the best, so I think it's it's cool for Dolph, but it kind of goes against what they're saying about pushing youth. But I guess the the good thing about Dolph winning is that he can lose it to the next guy they want to make. They, they want to elevate. And I think Braun Breaker. Sorry, I think Braun Breaker is going to the main roster soon. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to segue to. Uh, Braun um, going to either Raw or SmackDown from there, cause, and already because uh, obviously he's making waves. If he's gaining uh, the attention of the uh, main roster, they want to already want to bring him in. So, yeah, but ho- mm-hmm. hopefully he can keep that momentum going for Braun and. Do something really good with him, you know. I tell you, a lot of NXT stars they they get that main roster and the whole world changes, right? So hopefully they'll keep Braun, you know, the momentum he's got going intact. 
yeah, please don't repackage him and change his name again for the worst or whatever. They're just going to call him Braun or something. Right. Or Breaker. No, I... It, <laughs> I just I still don't understand why they just call him a Steiner. My God, if if you don't know that guy yeah. a Steiner by now, so, <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, just call him Braun Steiner or something like that. Hey, I, I'm down with it. Yeah, shoot, yeah. I you know honestly, I I hope they don't change a thing with him in the main roster. Just keep him who he is, because he's getting over like nobody's business. I'd like to see him in there with someone like Otis or Chad Gable. He looks like he yeah. mess with them either as opponents or partners. Can you imagine a click with those three? <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> That'd be an awesome Perhaps. trio. That'd be amazing. Oh goodness. Um Yeah, um, well, speaking of the uh, on the other spectrum with with you know with the WWE and everything with WrestleMania, um, uh, Becky Becky Lynch is uh, injured now, and but they said she should be back in time for WrestleMania. Hopefully, um, uh, did you hear about that? I did. I think it was her voice box that got injured. Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a an estimated time other than before WrestleMania. So, yeah, that sucks because if you can't cut a promo on TV and or cut a pre-recorded, that sucks. You know, because you got to hype up the right. the match further. But it, it's it's weird for her to be injured because isn't Becky supposed to be the villain or is she is she a fan favorite? I don't know who the no. Oh, she's definitely heel. <laughs> With, See, that's uh, the thing. Like, it would. I'm not saying. I'm not. I, don't, I wouldn't want either one injured. But if you're going to have someone injured, you, you'd want the fan favorite to be injured so that way you can build up the drama on like Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, and she's one of the one of their best in the mic too. Exactly. That's what makes it so. worse. Hopefully she'll get well soon. Cause I'm, I'm looking forward to her and Bianca at WrestleMania. That, mm-hmm. that match will be pretty solid. Um, and uh, you know, everything's still on with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair uh, for Mania, as far as I know. That that should be mm-hmm. pretty good, I think. Um. Yeah, exciting times, man. Um, I'm, 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 I'm on a lot of ends, if you will. Um, and now with uh, Ring of Honor, uh, who, who <laughs> it'd be it, it'd be amazing to see what Tony Tony says he he'll be booking. Tony Khan says he'll be booking for both AEW and Ring of Honor, which I think whew, for one guy. Tube and promotions, that's going to be a lot of work. I mean, he's going to have to have some help somewhere. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's a big order. I mean, now that he's got Regal there and you know, a few others, I mean, 
as few alumni from Ring of Honor. He'd be smart to have them involved, I think. You know, um, Samoa Joe is not with WWE. My guess is if he doesn't, if he's, uh, I mean, you could probably sign him to do some wrestling, but I think someone like Regal or Samoa Joe would be good for Ring of Honor booking, maybe Jay Lethal, because Cody, I think Cody would be the guy to do it, but he's not, we're not sure his status right now. You know, if he if he sticks around, I mean, I could totally see him doing it like a Ring of Honor invasion of AEW. That'd be really cool if Cody was at yeah, the Yeah, I think um, a lot of people are speculating about an invasion. I know Impact was doing it, but I haven't been watching Impact. Mm-hmm. But that was the most recent invasion angle I've heard uh, which, about which, Ring of Honor. Which so. leads us. Yeah. On the on the flip side of the coin with um him and a possible Seth Rollins match at WrestleMania and which right now Seth is without an opponent apparently for Mania. So hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think Seth versus Cody could be good, but um we'll have to see if if they can get an opponent before Cody shows up or not. Mhm. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, Cody's got us on the edge of his seat, which way he's going to go. So <laughs> still, apparently. And uh, right, I keep mispronouncing the guy's uh, name that still hasn't showed up on Raw yet. They've been like saying Veer is still coming no, soon yeah, to Raw. <laughs> yeah, Veer is. He's had this. He's have he's battling time apparently. He keeps coming and never shows up on Raw. It just shows up at main event. It, uh, he he posted a, a photo of him sitting somewhere in a, in, on a couch somewhere, wait in the waiting room, and said he was waiting for something. Right, and uh, Adam Pierce, I think he responded to the post saying, "I, I guess he's still waiting to don't show up on Raw." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, he's, hilarious! He's got the um, he's either got bad transportation or he's uh, in the Alistair Black room, stuck waiting for a fight. Right. Hmm. So what are we? Uh, so where is CM Punk? go from here you think uh, I think he's going to go after a championship or or move on to something else apparently I mean I mean him and MJF has so, had a heck of a run did they do anything last night MJF or Punk I mean on Dynamite this week uh, no, no no they just did video packages for both and uh, I think it, oh well MJF MJF didn't even do a video promo. He wasn't even nowhere around. But uh, Wardlow yeah, did a I think, ring promo. Yeah, I think they're selling the, the dog collar match, and they don't want to show up right away unscathed. So, um, mm-hmm. I think Wardlow versus MGF makes sense. But for Punk, um, yeah, I'm not sure. They could possibly 
do another match later on, but they've already done two matches together, so you would have to, I don't know, you'd have to find a way to do a, a rubber match. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, Adam Page, was, he doesn't have an opponent yet, right? So, I mean, he could possibly do Punk well, Page. Yeah, well, they're kind of continuing the feud with Cole, Adam Cole. Oh, okay. But, but uh, I really don't know how long that's going to last because, uh, I mean, they've, they've got like a tag match coming up next week, I think, on Dynamite. Uh, a six-man tag, and Cole is bringing in the Red Dragons. And uh, I think the Dra- uh, Jurassic Express is going to be the partners of Paige, the champ. So, But I, I just don't know how yeah, long I that's think... going to last with him and Cole. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just I don't know if Punk wants to challenge her TNT or World, and then um, I, I just don't know if he. I don't know if he has a partner if he ever wants a tag team. Besides, maybe Darby. Right. I, I tell you right now, their tag division is is so hot right now probably the best it's ever been. Yeah, and they're they're able to make new teams that aren't established but with top guys it's like, whoa, this is cool. With uh Brian and Moxley. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited where where they take it with those guys. I mean that that that's a heck of a combination. <laughs> If they they if they're still a faction, and not just a tag team. I think uh, Cesaro Claudio would be a good fit if he signs with them. Even though I'm hoping for New Japan, but I think Cesaro could be a great guy for their tag division or their singles division. If they yeah. Can get him. It's uh, yeah, it's exciting times, and I. You know, I, I really don't hope. I really hope that not all these guys go go to AEW. That kind of get spread it out a little bit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, like with the Cesaro's and the Bray Wyatt's and um, the different free agents that are out there. You know, just go to the, like there's Impact. There's a Control Your Narrative now, apparently. Um, New Japan, uh, MLW. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of places out there to really help make make those did, other companies flourish as well. Did you see that um, Braun Strowman posted something that we don't do choreographed dance here? And everybody got – I see people, like, thinking he means choreographed wrestling. It's like, yeah, I just – I loved when Ox Baker did the Canadian Destroyer and the Superkick. Yeah, that's – that's exactly like all wrestling is, is choreographed apparently. <laughs> I ah, uh, I'm not sure how to how how, to, how I feel about that. I, I don't know what it, 
I'm not sure what direction he was trying to go, honestly, from the sound. Exactly. <laughs> like, I think people are taking it a little bit out of context where it's like, yeah, you, you could go, you could go the too cool route. You could go the, because, uh, uh, well, the thing is, I saw in recent posts that they're banning moves like Canadian Destroyers and Super Kick. That's why I brought that up because it's like, I saw like uh, a writer from PWI, nice guy, but he was like, yeah, this is, the CYN is going to be better than anything ever. And I'm like, hold on a second. Just, I'm pretty sure Harley Race and Ox Baker and those guys didn't choreograph everything. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Oh, like, God, I think yeah. you're taking a little bit out of context. It's not like, um, I know Macho Man and Ricky Steamboat was planned a lot. DDP planned a lot, but, um, I think they wanted to make it more fight-like, like a Raw Underground. And just UWF, oh, well, yeah. UWF, UWFI, like, they weren't doing choreographed, like, flip-floppy, young bucks oh, stuff, you know? Oh, no. Oh, my God, no. No, so my wouldn't. guess is they uh, wanted uh, to do something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a lot of the old school people back in the day, you know, we – it was a lot of improv going on. You know, I mean, a lot of improv, impromptu, you know, because, you know, first off, you know, traveling like you were, you didn't really have time to choreograph anything. <laughs> so you would just, like, call on the fly, you know what I mean? So, I mean, mm-hmm. but but that was just due to different, you know, different factors like the traveling and, and all that, but... uh but yeah, uh, as far as banning moves, uh, are they banning moves because of how dangerous they are, or just this banning them for the sake of I banning? Like, I don't understand. What... Well, I saw on an Instagram post, and I'm not sure if it's serious or not. I haven't watched the the shows they've done because I think they're. I'm not sure if they're. I think they might be tapings. I think they did one in Orlando, and I think Dallas coming mm-hmm. up, but. Yeah, I was like, I've been following that brand like a little bit, and like, let me see. Because oh yeah, I know there was a there was a long caption on this recent post or one of the recent posts, and then I thought it's funny that he said, "Oh, and I'm banning super kicks and the starters and Tope Suicidas." I think he was being meta funny, but that could be a thing too. I don't know. I I don't see the point. Why would you ban something like that? I mean, I know they used to do different territories would do a deal with a panda pile driver or different things. Like WWE did it, did a few of those too because how dangerous just putting over how dangerous some of those moves are or can be, right? But uh, uh, things like God, <laughs> Canadian destroyers and suicidas and. Uh, oh, Topes, I, you know, I, I mean, that's, and, and they didn't want to talk about choreographed. I mean, <laughs> they're like the safest things, <laughs> honestly, you could do. I mean, why would you, why would you, why would you ban this something that's safe? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. Get I was it. surprised that um, uh, Adam Page and Adam Cole did that. I like the Canadian Destroyer. Don't get me wrong, but I was surprised he did it on the mm-hmm. floor, and that wasn't a finish. 
And it's like, yeah. whoa. Like, I watch New Japan where they do crazy stuff a lot, but it's, uh, right. it's like, I just know. amazing that Canadian stirrers <laughs> on the floor don't finish yet. I wouldn't feel like getting up after get, getting put in the Canadian story on the floor. <laughs> I swear, I'm not going to tell you that right now. I wouldn't feel like getting up. <laughs> More power yeah, to I me. mean, <laughs> I, I like Adam Cole and Adam Page. I think they're I think they're great at what they do. But I was that was one thing that surprised me about that man. It was like, oh crap, doing yeah. four just pile driver destroyers. That, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I I look forward to seeing what CYM does because a lot of people are giving the plaques because there's no chairs. It's like a smaller venue and it's like. I like the cinematic aspects. So I hope they can keep an interest, grow an audience, because it seems like a lot of people are just bearing it before it even gets started. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I wish them all the best. I mean, God knows. I mean, it'd be great to have different promotions with different variety. I mean, so what if they have their different take on things? But that, that's cool. I mean, because we need variety, you know what I mean, right now in the industry. There's plenty of room for that. Exactly. So we'll see. I, hope, I wish them the best. I wish any promotion the best, honestly. I mean, now is a good time for any promotion to, to flourish and, and do well. I mean, just so much room right now for the business for different promotions to do well. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, I like seeing more startups, more DIY uh, brands. It's pretty cool because uh, I like AEW, but if you if you are annoyed that they keep signing more people, or well, support other brands. Don't get mad, at Tony, for you know, buying the best wrestlers, like, just support other brands then if you're, like, don't yeah. want just top two or three. <laughs> like Sting said on the little uh, scrum thing after AEW Resolution, uh, fan, uh wonder people that asked him, was, like, you know, what would you say to somebody that didn't like watching you on AEW, right? And he said, well, if you don't like watching me, I mean, there's other channels. Just watch something else. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Tune you know. out. Yeah. Um, I did see that press conference question. Um, I think Sting's been good. Like, I know Taker got a lot of uh, criticism for keep continuing and not retiring earlier, but I think Sting has been pretty decent in his role. He's not overdoing it. I think him in a tag team situation has been good for him. Oh, yeah. yeah more power to him, man. If if he feels like he can continue, if he's healthy enough, he can go, man. God bless him. I was surprised he did that table dive. Remind me, if it, I know it wasn't a moonsault, but he pulled a Sabu doing that dive through his tables. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> I'm like, yo, right? But uh, you know, if he, if he's, if he's healthy enough to do what he does and he's happy 
and healthy, man. I mean, that's, that's, you know, I wish him all the best. Dude, I'm sure those wrestlers that he's wrestling are thrilled to be wrestling. Oh, today. God, yes. I, I can't even imagine what they're thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Dar- Darby, just to be around them, Darby must be having the time of his life. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? yeah. Can, can you imagine Dude, the star power that's been around Darby in AEW? I mean, he's been around. They put him with, like, a whole bunch of stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you think about that pre-match clip? He's been doing – I like his cinematic approach, too, where he does these black-and-white pre-match vignettes, and they have, like, a whole funeral for – the acclaimed. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Thing in the flamethrower and the car being like flung into the trailer. <laughs> it was nuts. I think they're great. The, the Darby's like one of yeah. my favorites there in AEW. I, I dig I'm a lot of his stuff. I'm surprised he's doing that uh, coffin drop off of like vehicles before the match. Like, I hope there's a mat that I don't <laughs> see because. He's taking crazy bumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, he's got – what I like about him, he's got his own style, you know, and everything. And and, if he, and his work, if you see a lot of his work, it's, it's pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I enjoy his work, and uh, I think him and Jeff could be possibly really good coming up. Oh, God, can you imagine? Oh, that oh, would be amazing. Um, you mentioned, uh, I know we were chatting earlier um, about some uh, dream matches, uh, some international um, champion versus champion matches. Would you like to share with us? Yeah, um, I believe Wrestle Kingdom this year they did uh, Okada versus Shingo on night one mm-hmm. of Wrestle Kingdom, and that was pretty good. Okada beat Shingo for the IWGP Heavyweight title, and then uh, Osprey had uh, a title with him. He was claiming to be the unbeaten champion because he, he uh mm-hmm. Couldn't defend the title previously because he got injured, I believe, and had to take a hiatus. And then, so I like what um, 
New Japan has been doing in recent years of Wrestling Kingdom where they kind of do a champion versus champion. They did it this year. And then um, mm-hmm. Ibushi, they had, they've been doing two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. So, like, I think Ibushi had to defend, he had to win the titles one night and defend them the, the other night at a previous Wrestle Kingdom. So, um, right. I prefer the older, the version four of the IWGP title, but, um, it's interesting how they've kind of changed the lineage by making the new belt, but um, they're still trying to acknowledge the past, though, because it's the 50th anniversary this year of New Japan. But um, I think Okada, Shingo, that would have been a great match, and I'm going to have to rewatch it. But, um, yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's been champion versus champion matches for a long time and currently, so it, it can be a a good stipulation. You know, one match that was a uh, championship versus champion match. I wish a uh, long time ago. I, I wish I had a chance to check out was uh, Harley Race and uh, Bob Backlund. Back when Backlund was the WWF champion which we all know, WWE, of course. And uh, Harley Race was the NWA world champion. They had a champion versus champion match. And I, 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 there have been a lot of times I wish I was there to see that one because, I mean, like like two of the best, you know, with Harley and Butt Backlund at the time. Oh, yeah. And um, I was listening to a Backlund interview while, recently, too. Um, interesting listen, but um, yeah. If there's a link, if there's any footage of that, I'll definitely have to look it up because uh, yeah, I remember seeing interviews about it and reading about it uh, today. But I'm sure that was mm-hmm. a really good matchup. And I, I think there was I'm, I'm, I want to I don't know if this is a champion versus champion match. It may have been. I'm not sure. Um, it was uh, Flair and Tatsumi Fujinami when Fujinami was the IWGP champion, I think. And Flair was it was the 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 crossover one of the crossover shows they had, if you remember. But Rick was the champ, and Fujinami was champion also. It might have been 91. Yeah. Um, Returning from the Rising Sun Super Brawl. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it might have been. Um, That was a great show. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I had to go back and watch that one for sure. Um, I think the Steiners had a... uh, it was the Steiners, and I, I, I may be wrong on this, but it may have been the Steiners beforehand with uh, Hase and Sasaki. Mm. Hiroshi Hase and Tensuki Sasaki. Cause I, yeah, yeah that, that match was amazing. Those guys, man. Holy cow. But, um, 
Yeah, I remember uh, Fujinami and Flair for that show. Yeah, I um, think Steiner Brothers had a match with Sting and Luger, but they might have had a match with that. Those other two you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. At least, at yeah, least on Fujinami, the. Uh, that's right, because yeah. Fujinami and Flair had a rematch in the states for another big show, and that was the one where Steiner's and Luger and Sting. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's when the one Nikita interfered at the end. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. actually, you're right too. Um, the the New Japan Super Show, you're right. They did the Sunny Boys did face Tase and Kensuke Sasaki. Yeah, what a match that was. And uh, that was amazing. <laughs> Love. Yeah, I gotta go back and, and watch that one for sure. Kensuke uh, is one of the few wrestlers in Japan that won all top three titles uh, besides Takeyama and uh, Great Muda, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know Flair mentioned recently on his uh, Uncensored show about uh, him and Rick Martel and their uh, title versus title match still on the show years ago, but back when Martel was the AWA champion. He was the world champion for the NWA. And he said, their match still the show. And yeah, I, I thought Rick Martel was a pretty solid AWA champion, honestly. Didn't Lawler and Kurt Hanning ever... I know they had an AWA title match, but I'm just... I'm sure Lawler has been in title for title matches before because he's won so many titles. Yeah. I remember one with him and uh, Kerry Von Erich. I believe. Um, that has been good. Lawler was, I think, I'm not sure if it was AWE or, or Mitz, but both of them had championships. I, I think uh, uh, Von Erich had, of course, was the world-class champion, and and Lawler was a, I don't know if he was Mid-South champion or not. I, I I'm, I can't think of it at the time, but there was a champion versus champion bout with him and Von Erich, I remember. And uh, Lawler, yeah. Kurt Hennig had one also. Not mistaken. Oh, man. Those matches you yeah. mentioned, I gotta go. I gotta go find those. And yeah, Fujinami mm-hmm. Flair did have an NWA versus IWGP championship match, so. And I'm sure that, you know, uh, that that early WCW seemed like some pretty good stuff. All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. That was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. that. That match was pretty good, too. I mean, there was... Uh, you could tell there was some communication issues <laughs> here and there. <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, I mean, it was, it was pretty solid. I mean, I know... Uh, for, uh, Tatsumi had a had a really mean dragon sleeper. He was throwing on Flair there a few times. Good stuff. Um, and I, I think uh, they did a deal with Hiro Matsuda was his manager at the time, which I popped when I saw Matsuda. Right, because Matsuda is like one of the big, one of the, the greatest hookers <laughs> of the industry. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't <laughs> yeah. wasn't he a Memphis legend too? At one point, um, I 
but uh, I think the guy you talk, I think you guy thinking of is uh, Toji Ayamoto. Oh yeah, he had the feud with Eric Embry there. Uh, for both, I think they feuded in Memphis and uh, Texas at one point. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Here Matsuda trained a lot of great wrestlers, though, and um, yeah, he, sure he did. Tra- trained Hogan, Muda, Orndorff, Scott Hall, like Luger, Luger. Bob Orton, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's amazing. I mean, not many people realize, you know, he 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 trained Luger, but yeah. Yeah, and then um, Matsuda, so old school, debuted in '57. He was trained by Ricky Dozen and Carl Gotch. Man, he must have been that's right. The wealth of knowledge. I think um, if he had stuck around longer, he passed away in '99. If he had just stuck around for like a couple more decades, he would have been a great book or interview. If he didn't already have a book. All right. Oh God, I, can you imagine Matsuda against the likes of Regal and Brian Danielson? Yeah, Tremendous. I'd love to see him in there with Suzuki too, because Suzuki's the, the grizzled vet now, but he started the right. pancreas promotion. That's awesome. Oh, that 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 would have been oh gosh, tremendous. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, can you take another championship, championship, champion matches you'd like to share? <laughs> I think the biggest one for WWE besides the Bob Backlund Harley Race match would be uh, Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior in WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I mean, Hogan and Warrior. Yeah, WrestleMania. IC title versus the. Heavyweight title. Um, I believe Warrior didn't def- didn't keep both belts going forward, but that was a big title versus title matchup for sure. Did you see the Scott Hall really? and Larry Sabisco? Were they watching that match? No. <laughs> no, please tell. Uh, I don't know. If it, no, it may have been Scott Hall and X Pop. Or Scott Hall in Sabisco, uh, but the whole the whole time Scott's putting Hogan over, right? And it's like it went the warrior went over. Scott was like, "Oh, come on, man!" <laughs> He's a <laughs> It, it was funny. It's on YouTube somewhere. You can check it out. But he's uh, watching right. Hogan Warrior. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, speaking of Scott, him and Shawn Michaels for the IC titles. WrestleMania 10. Mm-hmm. That's right. At ladder match. Um, it's... Uh, Pretty classic ladder match, and uh, kind of set the standard for a long time before uh, the Attitude Era came around and those triangle ladder matches. But um, did they say yeah. they had a, a re- another ladder match after that? That wasn't really 
that well publicized, but they said it was even better than it was even better than the first match they had. I know they had house. I know Scott said he had house matches with Sean that were just as good, if not better. So it's amazing mm-hmm. what they're cap- they were capable of, of you know, even on house shows. But yeah, they set the bar, man. Those guys. Mm-hmm. Now, many people don't realize that uh, you know there are other like smaller promotions that would come up with something like that, right? Uh, like, like ladder matches, but uh, it was like it wasn't until Sean and um, Scott, who you know back in Missouri, Ramon, they're the ones that pretty much publicized the like the ladder match itself, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, made a household name, so yeah. And like hey, it's um, like the Intercontinental Championships too, both of them as well. So yeah. History is made. <laughs> they yeah, they had one again for at SummerSlam for the IC mm-hmm. titles, but yeah it's pretty cool that they were able to go back to that. And I know Bret Hart talked about uh, kind of forming the idea for doing they have to do ladder matches, and I know I think Canada might have done them before. Like I've, I've seen some early footage, but Sean really did set the standard with the razor. Mhm. Oh yeah. And uh. Well, look at the uh, look at look at Jericho. I mean, like the night he won with uh, the Rock and Stone Cold. Wasn't one of them? Uh, the, I, I guess WCW champion or so. That little tournament they had. Sorry, repeat that again. What, wasn't like The Rock, the, the WCW champion, when Jericho won the Undisputed Championship when he kind of united the titles? That's uh, that's interesting. I I almost forgot about that. Yeah, Chris Jericho won the Undisputed. He won both belts that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was pretty big. <laughs> was it? Was it? Didn't he tell a story? Jericho tell a story about uh, that night after he won the title, the uh, the problems he had going back to the hotel, and 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 his celebration dinner was like cold pizza, <laughs> no room. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Because <laughs> he got into the hotel people. <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, that was that was huge that time. I mean, yeah, I think if it was Jericho. <clears throat> If it wasn't Jericho, I think it would have been Kurt Angle. Right. Right. 
And like in the past when they had champion versus champion matches, it was kind of years past, you know, it never would like go to like a decisive conclusion, right? And it still left you guessing in a roundabout way who was the better person, who was the better champion, right? Whereas in recent years, you know, when you get involved in the champion versus champion matches, usually, you know, a definite outcome. Speaking of that Jericho one earlier, yeah, you are right about the hotel. Like, Jericho tells about the hotel stay after cold pizza, strict receptionist, and lost her own keys, which I read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That story's hilarious. Oh, my. And to hear him tell it, oh, my God. It's, a, it's right. terrible. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, we got this uh, WrestleMania match with uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, Universal versus WWE Championship. Um, Do you think they're actually going to unify the titles and have one undisputed champion, or do you think they're going to uh, have some kind of tournament, rather, for one of the championships? I mean, how do you think it's going to go? Yeah, I'm not sure about that because I've heard conflicting news about it where they're doing champion versus champion, but I'm not sure if Roman Reigns is going to defend it, defend both belts. So it wouldn't surprise me if he vacates one of them, like the mm-hmm. Universal or the WWE. And, um, yeah, it just it depends on where they go because you don't want to beat Roman for one of those titles early yet or both titles. So it wouldn't surprise me if Reigns pulls a vacation. I think he gets vacated for one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, I've often wondered why they don't just have an undisputed champion that can go back and forth between both brands and have, like, a actual Raw champion and a SmackDown champion if they're going to continue the brand split like that. But that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of champion versus champion, I think this one was pretty cool moment more than a match, but Paige versus AJ Lee, she was the NXT Women's Champion when she went and faced uh, AJ Lee, I believe. That's right. Title, I think. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, they had a good few too, and that was pretty yeah, happy to put Paige on the, on the map. Oh yeah, I think that was a good moment for Paige. Uh, I wish they'd done things differently sometimes with Paige. I wish they'd made her more um, over the top character, but. I think her and AJ were good pairing as uh, rivals and partners, and that was a good debut for Paige for sure to win the Divas title like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I miss Paige, yeah. I, I, I was a fan of hers. You know, 
he was great. I think she gets underappreciated. Um, people just want to focus on the bad things that about her, and I think she'll make an in-ring return at some point if she can get cleared. Um, it seems like she keeps – she's definitely interested, but it depends if she can get cleared, I think. Um, Natalia said something about wanting to wrestle her again, so I'm just surprised they haven't done it this year with the Rumble and leading up to Mania. I think mm-hmm. at the very least they could probably do a page Rumble appearance. Right. Yeah, speaking of the, the ladies' division, here's another one for you. Uh, remember the three-way when both the, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships on the line where uh, Becky Lynch actually wins? That Becky Two Belts became That's Becky Two true. Belts? Yeah. I think the um, I think the finish was weird because Ronda had her shoulder up, but I think that was due to mm-hmm. inexperience. But that was a big moment for Becky beating Ronda Rousey and having both belts. Right. And it just, uh, I, I know some fans kind of scratched their head when Ronda came back and instead of going after the lady who defeated her in that match, she went goes after Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But, I mean, I'm... You know, I, I'm I'm pretty excited for uh, Rousey and Sh- Charlotte, though. I think they'll really uh, have have a great match in Mania. Yeah, it could be a good matchup for sure. So, I think yeah, Ronda def- Ronda definitely elevated Becky as as well as the Nia Jack Sponge, but um, yeah, I, I like that they um, were still able to elevate Becky. It seems like they're fighting the fans, not going with the fan reaction at times, but I think she's gotten over that. Mhm. <clears throat> yeah. Um Yeah, I I'm 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 pretty excited because I I think well I I know on like a big time pay-per-views uh Charlotte really steps it up and uh with her with her in the ring as Ronda, I think that's going to be a pretty solid hopefully be solid. <laughs> mhm. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I was thinking uh, the um, one of the matches that involved the uh, the Raw Tag Team Titles and the USO. I think it was USOs was involved. SmackDown versus Raw Tag Team Championships. I can forget who, who their opponents were. But I don't. Was it New Day? It might have been a New Day, yeah. But I don't think um, that particular title, champion versus champion, 
you know, no, I don't think the titles were on the line. It was like oh. you had you know, brand supremacy, quote unquote, type thing. There was a couple matches they've probably done like that. They've, um, I think one of them was the bar. Mhm. And then. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure. It was uh. Yeah, definitely in the bar. The bar, yeah. What a team, Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, I think they gelled. I like this guy. They messed well. I know Mick Foley was really high on him. Yeah, I like that he was kind of like the the guy to bring bring them together after the. Best of seven. Uh-huh. Well, let's bring up Tori and see if, uh, see what she's up to. Okay. Uh, bring on to Tora. Uh, welcome to WCW Retro. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good, man. Glad to hear you. Everything going all right up your way? You're getting snow on his way. Snow? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Snow in March. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Hey, um, uh, we're talking about champion versus champion matches tonight. Um, you know, the, you got an upcoming champion versus champion match with uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Who, who do you think? going to come out top and do you think they'll uh, have both belts going forward whoever wins (laughs) I think there's going to be an interruption with with the Usos yeah do they always interrupt something especially Mm -hmm. when they have to hmm So do you think um, they'll unify the, title, the titles into one belt, or do you think he'll have just carry both belts if Roman Reigns wins? I think that he's going to carry just one belt. So, so you think they're going to do away with one and keep the other? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was going along with what Steve was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious to see how that's going to play out, you know, I mean, the champion versus champion and all that. So you yeah. think Reigns are in, you think, think Reigns a cheat the win? Yeah. For the Usos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could happen, man. That's that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. So are you, are you going to be watching WrestleMania this year? Yeah, I'm gonna be watching it on my uh, phone. Oh, that's good. Congratulations uh, to your boy Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Okay, bro, win the tag titles from Raw. Yeah. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, that was a good match with um, the Alpha Academy and the. uh, Owens and uh, Rollins. That was that was a good match. 
Yeah, it was a very tough one. I was so afraid yeah. my legs was shaking because of it. Right. So, what do you think of Stone Cold being at WrestleMania this year? Ooh, that's a tough one. I will hope that Ronda Rousey will win it. And mm-hmm. um, Bianca Belair to win mm-hmm. it. Um, question marks for Brock and uh, Roman. Um, mm-hmm. um, the Mysterio. I hope they win it. And I hope that Steve Austin yeah. wins it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a solid card. Like two nights, WrestleMania. Yeah. So, so pack a lunch and dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. That should be pretty good. Oh, um. Did you watch AEW the other night? Oh yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I was. <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking about that. The Scorpio Sky won the TNT title, the main event. Yeah, I seen that. Man, poor Sammy Sammy Yeah, and Jericho's got a new group now. (laughs) (laughs) The Jericho Appreciation Society. What a name, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wish uh, CM Punk would bring back the Straight Edge Society. That's a thing to Yes. Yes. That'd be great. Yeah, guess who? Guess who? At one time was a part of the the, the Straight Edge Society. You you'll never guess. Yes. Cash Wheeler? Cash. Yeah, yes, Cash Wheeler. Uh, oh, man. So ironic. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my goodness. That, that's tremendous. All he had to get was to get Luke Gallows back, and they could, like, start it all over again. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't teased or at least joked about it at all with MJF. But, um... Right. <laughs> I couldn't um, believe that AEW. Wasn't, um... Jeff Hardy supposed to be on AEW? Yeah, he just Yeah, he up. made his debut. He sure did. I, I, I can't believe that. Him and Matt got back together. The Hardy boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really awesome. <laughs> I tell you, the angle where they turned on on Matt, like Andrade and everybody, and Private Party when they mm-hmm. turned on Matt, 
it was kind of humorous, really, because uh, you know, Matt was like, my kids will never turn on me. <laughs> we did the dumps down. <laughs> yeah, I saw it coming. But I'm at the rewatch just for that. That was great. Oh, man. And and like you said, the, when Jeff came out, he stopped to do a little shimmy dance before he went out into the help. <laughs> He's like a natural uh, entertainer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, you know... I, that takes talent, though, to dance as you're coming down the aisle like that. that that's pretty impressive. <laughs> because yeah. as he was dancing, he was still making his way down the aisle. I'm like, hey, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that takes good coordination. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that whole angle was great. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I just thought of me about this, uh, like the Straight Edge Society and Jericho. That would be tremendous. I now, think now I want to see a would... CM Punk Jericho feud. <laughs> just to have the two factions. <laughs> yeah, I think when Jericho is not feuding with Eddie Kingston, I think they could possibly go do a Punk Jericho rematch because they've had that history in WWE. Right. That would be something. Can you imagine that Jeff's back with an AEW along with CM Punk when their paths cross? Mm-hmm. Jeff and Punk. And Punk kind of alluded to it briefly when he was talking to MJF, so that would be interesting if they... I think if Punk turns... <laughs> If Punk does a turn, you could definitely do him versus Jeff. Right. I, you know, with all the turns going on right now, I don't, I don't think it'd be a, honestly it would be a good time for Punk to to make that turn just yet. Because I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's. I think it'll happen, but you don't want to rush it either. Right, but when but when it does, when CM Punk turns, man, look out! <laughs> he, was, mm-hmm. he was an awesome, awesome, awesome heel. <laughs> he really was. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested to see where he'll go now. You know, which direction he'll go, because. Uh, I don't think the Adam Cole page thing will last that long, and now that we have a new champion with uh, Scorpio Sky, too, that brings up a lot of possibilities. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, if uh, if there's anything you guys would like to plug, uh, plug away, please. The floor is yours. Tori, did you have anything? Um, well, 
two weeks ago I just had a birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. Do you have any cake? Yeah, I had cake. It was so good. I couldn't I wasn't. What kind of cake do you have? <laughs> what kind of cake do you have? It was a chocolate brownie mm. cake. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. Wow. Happy belated birthday. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm 43. Okay. Oh, my goodness. You're just a youngin'. <laughs> Bless your heart. That's great. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, Steve, you got anything coming up you'd like to share? Yeah, um, oh, there's a convention in Richmond. Uh, I'm looking forward to called GalaxyCon. So some of the AEW women directors are going to be there, and then um, okay, that should be fun. And then um, uh, in April, there's the United Elite Wrestling is doing a show. That should be fun. And then um, there's a concert in Richmond. Uh. For a metal band called One Hand, so lots to look forward to, and uh, I oh, nice. encourage I encourage uh, fans to check out more brands like MLW and CYN and um, New Japan, especially New Japan Strong. So I, I like that there's more variety. I think there's more variety than people think. I think it's just the top two promotions out there. I think you got to support the uh, other brands if you want alternatives. Because I think MLW is kind of taking that Ring of Honor spot right now where they're, they could be that sports-focused brand and um, kind of take that Ring of Honor place right now with MLW. Absolutely. Support support your independent promotions and other small promotions around the U.S. and overseas, guys. They keep the magic alive. <laughs> and that's that's where you never know when you see a future star of the business emerge. That's it's, that's why it's so great to check out the shows because uh, you know one day you can see them on a smaller scale. Next thing you know, they're just uh, doing their thing on the bigger screen, so. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah like with Ring of Honor and Impact, a lot of the current mm-hmm. generation is just former Impact and Ring of Honor. Right. So support your independent promotions, man. It's, it. um, it's it's just like uh, seeing new stars emerge, if you will. It was a good time. Um, also, speaking of, so uh, Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment, support them on their event uh, March 19th at the JC's uh, Fairgrounds, Craven JC's Fairgrounds in Newburn, North Carolina. 
March 19th. I will be returning there in April, uh, I think April 16th, to do uh, commentary for Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment. But, yeah, ch- check out their show March 16th. Um, and they, uh, as far as I know, they're still with uh, Fight TV as well. So um, check out Great Wrestling Promo. For more information, go to shockwavewrestling.com. For more info. But, um, yeah, guys, it's been a blast. Uh, I've had a great time, as always. You, you all make the show. And thank you, listeners, listening in. Be sure to check uh, out, us out on the archives. Uh, just look for WCW Retro and History of Champion vs. Champion Matches for tonight's archive. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, check out the pro wrestling interviews. Right, Steve, this Sunday? Oh, yeah. Always enjoy calling in on that, getting talking mm-hmm. to you and Susan Green and Sinister and others. Yeah, always a good time. Person interviews. That's uh, nine o'clock this Sunday, right? Yeah, nine to ten. Okay. Sunday night. And for more information, go to prowrestlinginterviews.com, dot com. I believe that it's at their website, right? Prowrestlinginterviews.com. dot com. Yeah. Info. Yeah, it'll redirect you to the Facebook page. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, Check them out. Um, but get, take care. Have a wonderful rest of the week and weekend. And we'll be back next Thursday for more right here on WCW Retro. And um, uh, see if we can cap it off. It's here. Oh, goodness. Decisions, decisions. Let's... Uh, <laughs> Mm. Goodness gracious. Mine's a blank today. Let's go with some uh old school road warriors. <laughs> um good. see you guys next Thursday. Take care. God bless.